0: Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis. I'm Pastor Curtis Hutchinson. Glad that you are with us today, gathered around God's Word. Get your Bibles, and let's get ready to dig into Colossians chapter 1. This is going to be part 2 today, and I know the Lord is going to attempt to impart spiritual gift, a spiritual truth into our hearts today, and uh, He's faithful to, to try and do that. At all times, and I pray that we're becoming more faithful to listen and to allow him to do just that. And most of all, I pray that we're learning the avenue through which he is able to do that. And then we still have to be willing to allow him to do that because he won't force anything on us. He only will offer to us that which he desires us to be able to have and to experience you know, I see so many Christians today, and the comments that they make sound like they believe that 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 the Christian is is just going to be living for God, and if he and if he's not, uh, that he's lost. He he must have never been saved. That's just that's just so unbiblical, so unbiblical. I mean, there's not a Christian who's ever lived on the planet who didn't have issues and who didn't fail and who didn't. Uh, fall away for at least some period of time to to fulfill the lust of their flesh. And anybody that says they didn't, well, they're they're doing it when they say they didn't. So we just thank God for the reality of uh, the words of Jesus, the truth of the words of Jesus that told us, if we're going to be able to learn of him which means to be a disciple of his the word disciple means learner then we're going to have to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily actually moment by moment to be able to follow him and when we learn that and we move away from those that teach that we don't have to be found in that experience then we'll find the progress of the process that our Lord has laid before us to experience all that we already have. We're not, listen, we're not seeking something we hadn't already been given in the born-again experience, but we are learning how the Lord guides us because if he is allowed to lead us, he, he tells us in his word that he only leads us in triumph, through the triumph of Christ, 2 Corinthians chapter 2. So we need to begin to learn these things. God's not going to do anything in your life without you and you placing your faith in his son and what he did on the cross for you. To believe otherwise uh, sure does put a lot on us, and I know God didn't do that. He, he didn't just save us through Christ and what his son did at Calvary and then turn everything over to us. No, no, no. That's what the Catholic Uh, people believe. No, the Christians, according to the Word of God, we have to learn to possess our vessels in sanctification and honor that we might be fruit bearers and all that none of that works just automatically because we got saved and if you're listening to people teach that you're listening to somebody that's teaching you wrong and guiding you in a wrong fleshly direction so we got to get back in the word and that's what we're doing here every Monday and Friday at 12 noon lunchtime so we can learn the word of the truth of the gospel. And that is what we're going to start with today. Not going through all the announcements that I normally do, but I will remind you that you can find us at the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and the website is thecrosswaychurch.com. Go there and take advantage of what the Lord is offering you through this ministry, and you will be blessed. So let's back up, and since we hadn't gone too far into this first chapter of Colossians, let's back up and just start in verse 1 and, and let the Lord lead us as we go through this today because we are going to stop in verses 5 and 6 today and, and, and allow the Lord, I pray He will expound to us so, something that we can grab a hold to, put our feet in that would stir our hearts enough for us to walk in and our lips to declare it to other people. So, verse 1, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, the letters from us, Paul is saying, to the saints and faithful brothers in Christ, which are at Colossae, peace be unto you, Uh, grace, I mean, be unto you, and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have to all the saints because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Let me just stop here since we're going to begin to hover here over these scriptures today and let us remind ourselves uh, that as we did in the last session that we see here in the word that the avenue through which these Christians heard about the hope which is laid up for them in heaven, they heard it through the word of the truth of the gospel now let me tell you my friends when we're ministering anything from this Bible if it does not focus on if it does not touch if it does not end up with a, a, a greater enhancement of Jesus and what he did at Calvary then we're attempting as men to put our psychological uh, evaluations on it and, and mix it with it instead of just letting God's Word do what God's Word does. And if we'll just allow the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth to guide us in the word of the truth of the gospel from Genesis all the way through the book of Revelation, we'll find ourselves in a great place learning the benefits and all the things that we have access to. Many of them are now, many of them now that we've looked in the Bible and only thought that they were uh, for one day coming, And, and many of them are. But even many of those things that are one day coming, like you literally being seated with Christ in heavenly places completely, you're no longer here, understand that even while you are here, the Bible says you have been made to sit with Christ in heavenly places. It's a past tense deal and you and I need to learn to experience some of the things that we've only looked at as future and they are, but they have an experience for us now by faith if we keep our faith in that word of the truth of the gospel which is always Christ Jesus and him crucified never forget you move away from that and there's no way you can be found striving together for the faith of the gospel there's no way that we can experience lives the Bible tells us that should be becoming the Gospel. Our lives should be becoming the Gospel. Philippians chapter 1 tells us that very thing, that our lives should be becoming the Gospel. Well, what's the Gospel? The gospel is the good news of what God did in Christ on the cross on Calvary's hill to forgive us, to pardon us from our sins and yet to give us power to live this crucified life with the expression of resurrection power hallelujah that, 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 that's what our lives are to be becoming and that's why the, the, the Holy Spirit always delivers us unto the death of Jesus because we, if, if that's not where we find are finding ourselves then we're in no way going to get anything beyond the men's psychological evaluations of God's word and men can teach men the word but the Holy Spirit, the comforter the spirit of truth the spirit of grace has to be the one who's teaching and imparting and he only does that all the word through the word of the faith or the, the, what does it say here the, the the word of the truth of the gospel it's got to be the word of the truth of the gospel And, you know, we can straighten this out for all those who disagree, not by our thoughts, but by the Word of God. Uh, You know, the the Word of God says that all of God's words, I hope you'd write this down if you've never heard this taught before, because if if you just put this aside or you shove it aside what you're about to hear, you're shoving the avenue of revelation of God's Word aside. I want you to hear that. All of God's words, Proverbs 8 and 8, are found in righteousness. He says, all the words of my mouth are in righteousness. And Romans 1, 16 and 17 reveal to us that the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. So all the words of God's mouth are in righteousness and his righteousness is only revealed in In the gospel, therefore, when we are ministering, if we're not ministering the word of God at any place in the context of the word of the truth of the gospel, which is Christ and him crucified, the place where righteousness was offered to us, not just that it would make us righteous in Christ, but the only place from which through our faith there and there alone brings forth the fruits of righteousness. Amen. So you need to write that down. You need to look at those things. You need to quit just listening and thinking that, that, that faith can come through any avenue. You know, the Bible says that the faith we've obtained, this like precious faith, has come to us through Righteousness. Through righteousness, it came to, we obtained it. <laughs> through righteousness. Means we didn't have it until our hearts trusted in the righteous work Jesus provided for us at Calvary. That's Second Peter one and one. Write it down. Go check those things out. Don't just take my word for it, but also don't just reject what you're hearing, because I'm not just talking. I'm 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 spilling out the word of God for you so that you can be sure of what you're hearing sure of what you're able to believe because outside the word of the truth of the gospel you're talking about you functioning outside the place where the spirit of grace who is the holy spirit can function in your life you disagree with that my friend and 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 I, I'm not being ugly but I, I I was I've been found there by God years ago I was found there and and it's why everything was a mess. I might be around a lot of people acting like it's all good, but I knew it was a mess. I knew I was a mess. I wanted to escape some things and I did not know how until I began to behold the Lamb. Oh my goodness, until I began to learn the word of the truth of the gospel. You understand the apostle Paul, he knew the word of God probably almost better than anybody alive in that day, and yet when he met Christ, the resurrected Savior who'd been slain so he could be saved, he had to go and relearn all of the Word of God all over again in its correct light, and its Fulfilled light that being in Christ Jesus the Lord. Hallelujah. When we remove Christ and His sacrificial work from the Bible, we've, we, we don't have a Bible. You, you got a book without power. When you have a message without Christ and Him crucified, you've got a message without power. My Bible, my God, says the preaching of Christ and Him crucified is the power of God. The preaching of the cross is the power of God. And so you got men today who are saying you don't really need to tie all the teaching and all the preaching to the redemption plan of God, but that's that's what men say who don't have the understanding they want everybody to, 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 they're deceived to a certain point. Well, can we say we probably all are ignorant? But when you start saying that we don't need to tie the, bring the redemption plan of God into every message and every teaching session, my friend, we're removing the power and the avenue through which Things can be imparted to us that we desperately need. And listen, only psychological evaluation uh, would try to refute that and change that. I see it on social media all time, phrases and, and words spoken that can only entertain and guide those who are of the flesh. The, the word of the Lord, the word of the truth of the gospel is how God saves the lost and guides the saved into more truth. You, you can't go further into truth unless you're walking in truth already. Truth begets truth. Begets truth, begets truth We don't learn the word of the truth Of the the gospel With our inputs in between No, 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 it's line Upon line, no room for my No room for my psychological Evaluations, it's Line upon line, no room For what we see written as tradition Line upon line Precept upon precept No room for what we see written as Legend says, no room For none of that, not any Thing. it's Line upon line, no room, no spaces in between for my input. It's line upon line, no room for anything else except my faith to come in and be a part of that. Hallelujah to the Lamb. So watch this now. He says in verse 4, Since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love which you have to all the saints for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven... Whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. They heard about this hope laid up for them just like you and I have through the word of the truth of the gospel. Jesus is the living word. Jesus claims to be the truth, John fourteen six, and he is the gospel. He is the gospel if your faith is... In the cross, in his death, then you're partaking of his nature, that divine nature. Listen carefully, that lamb nature, that nature of the lamb. Hallelujah. And I hope you're hearing this today. Let's read verse 5 again. It's because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which, listen now, which is come unto you as it is in all the world and brings forth as it does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. Notice, grace comes through this avenue. The church is so far backslidden, I believe with all my heart that Israel is a picture of the church. it's just the way it is. You look back at Israel, you see the church. You see the things that happened in Israel. You see the same things happening in the church. You can't escape that. And so the Bible says that this hope that's laid up for us in heaven, the knowledge of this, it came unto us as it did, as it is in all the world and brings forth fruit as it does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. The grace of God in truth is only found through the word of the truth of the gospel. You're not going to find it anywhere else. You're not going to find it anywhere else. And let's make sure we understand this all-important truth that we don't just go do we don't just get to choose to go do something and expect god to give us grace to do it god expects us to accept what his son did for us at calvary and i'm not talking about initially for the born again experience our bibles tell us that god the holy spirit always delivers us unto death so that we, for Jesus' sake, so that we can express Jesus in these mortal bodies. 2 Corinthians 4, 11. And verse 12 digs a little deeper, so we'll hopefully get a little more understanding that so then, death is what God is working in us. But life in you if we continue with the word of the truth of the gospel which is the message of the cross which is the message of God becoming a man and taking upon himself our sins as the son of God on the cross of Christ hallelujah I don't care if they call what, what I don't care what they call us. I don't care. Some people will stop focusing on the cross and preaching the cross because they call them certain denominational names. Well, y'all are just a bunch of Whatever. And, and and y'all need to come on and move on. And when they tell us, and they have many times through the years, you guys are just stuck at the cross. All I say to them is, could you say it one more time? Testify on my behalf, hallelujah, because God's always expecting me to stay where he's delivering me unto always. Really, it's learning to dwell in the secret place. My goodness, I wish the church knew about this. It's learning to dwell in the secret place. Glory be to God. It's learning to dwell in the secret place of the Most High God. He's not, God's, the Holy Spirit's not delivering us unto the resurrection, He's not delivering us unto the throne. He delivers us moment by moment, always unto death, so that we. can minister the life of Christ to you through the expression of Christ to you. That doesn't happen just because we're being nice to people. I mean, There's cultic false religions out there who are feeding people and giving people water. Our ministry may be feeding the hunk, may be giving people a bottle of water, may be uh, putting orphans, taking orphans, whatever, taking care of the widows. But along with our ministry comes the word of the truth of the gospel, or it is of the flesh no matter how many tears we are crying, no matter how much, Our emotions are being affected, our feelings. We must live and move and have our very being in the word of the truth of the gospel. And again, Philippians tells us that our lives are supposed to be becoming the gospel. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? Where's that at in the Bible? It's in 2 Corinthians also, chapter 3, verse 18. That nobody's being changed by the spirit of God. God unless they're beholding that glorious image that God is changing them into. Then they can go from glory to glory by the Spirit of the Lord. Well, what's that glorious image we're being changed into? Philippians 3.10 tells us that we're being made conformable unto the death of Jesus. Hallelujah. See how easy that is. Oh, it's right there before us in the scriptures. It's right there. And if we're being made conformable unto the death of Jesus, and we can't be being changed unless we're beholding that wonderful truth there, the word of the truth of the gospel, which is the focus of Calvary's Lamb, then we're not being changed just because we go through hard times lost people go through hard times but and 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 they are being changed but not not by the glory, not by the spirit of the lord they not going from glory to glory nobody's going from glory to glory unless their lives are becoming the gospel Oh, hallelujah. Nobody's lives are being conformed into the image of Jesus Christ and what he provided for us as the lamb unless they're beholding that. It's in your Bibles. It's in your Bibles, hallelujah. That's why God always delivers us unto the place. It's the death of Jesus so that our lives can be becoming that which And where he is delivering us unto is not our union and our communion in the blood of Jesus. Is not our fellowship and our communion, our distribution, our conversation, our fellowship, is it not in the blood and the body of the Lord Jesus Christ? Absolutely it is. When the church gets tired of hearing about the cross, that's a picture of Israel sick and tired of participating in the sacrifice. Get rid of those prophets. Get rid of of all that. And let's go after. After other gods Come on somebody The church is doing the same thing today They'll drive across country To hear somebody that they think Can give them a personal word of the flesh But they won't walk across the street As a spirit filled claiming to be spirit filled Christian To hear the word of the truth of the gospel My goodness what's happened to us A blindness a, A famine of hearing the word fills the land today. But thanks be to God he's raised up a remnant in these last days. Those who he's found broken that tremble at his word and not some board of men, not some fear of men. He's raised up a remnant who is broken and and trembles at his word and would rather be found walking in the light of his word. Lives changed and the fruit of a changed life is becoming the gospel. He's raising them up. They're pushed aside for these who want to make a name for themselves. But we're going to march on to the end, hallelujah, with this privilege and this great This uh, heritage of carrying this blood-stained banner of love to the finish line. And I want to read verses 5 and 6 again. It's so precious. It's so... It's so in your face. It's so laid out on the table before us so the Lord can get us back to the place where He can impart the, the spiritual gifts that He has for us to be able to, to be at the edification to the body of Christ that we desperately need. Watch now. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is come unto you as it is in in all the world and brings forth fruit as it does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. The grace of God is only found and experienced in truth. Truth, The grace of God, when you study the Word of God, the grace of God is not something that's just floating around. The grace of God is the Spirit of God, the grace of God at work. We're saved by grace. We didn't save ourselves. Who saved us? God saved us through His Son and our trusting, believing from the heart at work. The Bible says in Titus chapter 2 that we're taught by grace well we can't teach ourselves it takes the spirit of grace to teach us hallelujah paul said he labors by the Grace of God. He's meaning by the Spirit of grace, the Holy Spirit. You, you can't separate grace from the Holy Spirit who is, in Hebrews 10, 29, called the Spirit of grace. Hallelujah. It's not the Spirit of truth and, and then over here the Spirit of grace. No, this is the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Hallelujah. The third person of the Trinity, my goodness. The the, the spirit of truth, the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. You understand that? That's very powerful. So the grace of God is only found in truth. Do you you know something today? I'll share with you, and I've shared this before, and I'll go there, 2 Corinthians chapter, where is this at, 13, verse 4. It's something that some of you may have never heard, but if you have, the Lord can just brighten the light of this a little bit more in your hearts. I want to share this with you today concerning the grace of God that's found in truth. That means grace is not just anywhere. It's nowhere outside of in truth. That's why Psalms 33, 4 says, For the word of the Lord is right, and all his works are done in truth. Because what he's doing is grace, the grace of God, the spirit of grace at work. Outside of truth, it ain't happening. It's not going to be found. We can't just expect God to do anything because everything he does is by his spirit of grace, his spirit of truth. Amen. This is why the church in Galatia fell from grace. remove themselves from the one, the Spirit of grace, who called them into the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we've done that. We've removed ourselves from where the Holy Spirit works. He, he doesn't just work in anything. You can't just live for God any way you want to and you choose to. God's Word is the avenue from which we learn how you're going to be able to hear God. And if you're not hearing through that avenue, you're not hearing God. There's a lot of people. I'd be willing to say today that most people that claim God's telling this, God's telling them that, just watch. You'll find out he didn't. You'll find out he didn't. God speaks from heaven through the blood of Jesus. Hebrews 12, 24, and 25 tells us that. And it's just confirmed because that is the word of the truth of the gospel. But watch this all-powerful scripture. I'm going to be honest with you, folks. This blew me out of the water here about a year and a half ago, if it's been that long. I mean, I was just amazed at what I read here. And I had no idea of this truth, but I want to share it with you today, 2 Corinthians 13, chapter Verse 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. For though he, Jesus, was crucified through weakness, yet he lives by the power of God. But watch, for we also are weak in him. I, I, thought, I thought we were strong in him. Oh my, my goodness. I thought, I've been taught all my life, We're strong in Christ. No, the Bible says, for those of you who will just remain Bible believers in this this great famine of hearing the word that we're in all over the world, watch, for we are weak in him. Why don't we just say that again? For we are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God toward you. Well, we're right back to what he wrote in 2 Corinthians here, chapter 4, verse 11. We're delivered unto death, always, that place where we find ourselves trusting in Christ and what he did. Through weakness, we find ourselves weak in him, but we find him living by the power of God. Therefore, we find ourselves now living by the power of God toward others. You You can't experience that unless you realize that God's delivering you every moment of your life over to death. So when we get up, minister the Word of God and we and we try to use God's Word outside of where God is attempting to get his church to see and realize that they're being delivered every moment of their lives, then we're we're just going to end up confused at the end of the day. Well, I heard this and I heard that, and I heard this, and you know this all this just doesn't seem to be working for me, but then we go to church and we're hallelujah, glory be to God, thank you Jesus, it's all good, brother hallelujah and we and it's not all good. We're just confused and mixed up. And the only reason we are in that state is because we're not understanding that we are weak in Him. And learning to walk in Christ Jesus Colossians two six tells us that we walk in Christ the same way we received Him which was through a heart yielded to the truth of the word of the truth of the gospel and what Jesus did through weakness and that's where we are to walk. That's why God always delivers us unto the place of death because only from that place can we be found walking not just because we got saved but because we're allowing what he's delivering us unto to be that focus of our lives and the reality of and the power of our ministries because the power of God only comes out of the weakness of Christ being crucified for us watch now for though he was crucified Through weakness yet he lives by the power of God For we also are weak in him But we shall live with him by the power of God toward you So if the Bible here is telling us we're weak in Christ Then where does the reality come about us finding strength in Christ Well let's go look at that Paul wrote to Timothy about that. It's in 2 Timothy chapter 2. I hope you're taking notes or following along. Chapter 2 of 2 Timothy verse 1. Listen to these words. You, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Remember, Christ Jesus is the truth. And there is no word of God that can be applicable truth to us if it is out of the context of the one who is truth. Hallelujah. And the blood of the lamb is what allows the word of God to be applied to our hearts so that our feet can be found walking in the path of his righteousness, which is the fruit of all the faith that we have. It's the fruit of... Of righteousness it's the righteousness of faith so let's read this again you therefore my son Paul writing to Timothy the Holy Spirit writing to you and me you therefore my son be strong not just in Christ Jesus because we're weak in him be strong in the grace of that is in Christ Jesus. See how powerful that is? You see how uh, revealing that is. That I've got to have grace even though I'm in Christ Jesus. I've got to continually find the grace. Remember, we're allowed to go to the throne to obtain mercy and to find grace uh, for in our time of need. Hebrews 4.16. So... B- Our strength in Christ is in the grace that's in Christ. So let's go back to our text now. Uh, Colossians chapter 1 verse 5. For the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, whereof you heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which has come unto you as it is in all the world and brings forth fruit as it is, Does also in you since the day you heard of it and knew the grace of God in truth. It's only the word of the truth of the gospel, my friend, that can bring the grace of God to your heart. That's it. It's what allowed the grace of God to save you by faith. It's the only thing that can bring forth the the truths of God's Word such as the hope that's laid up for us in heaven. Amen. It's through the word of the truth of the gospel. No, it's not just talking about heaven, it's through the word of the truth of the gospel where we do more than hear about heaven but the spirit of truth, the spirit of grace is able to impart that truth into our hearts and, and graft it to our soul where we're not wondering and doubtful anymore. It's truth that liberates us and gives us stability to be able to have this great hope, a hope that's not, a, well I hope it's. Right, I hope I make it. No, it's a hope that is a done deal. Glory be to God, and the Holy Spirit can impart that. I, I, I we hear of of uh, people, Christians, uh, people claiming to be Christian, and I assume they are. I don't know, but they're faithful to be in churches and a part of programs and active and they end up because things didn't go their way they take their lives they they go out, they take it upon themselves to end their lives and my friend that is never the will of God and it's just horrible these things are happening and it's and I'll have to say it's either because these children of God are not being taught the word of the truth of the gospel or they are and they're rejecting it I mean I don't know which one that is but there's not a third option it's one of the two two that's it I'm hearing the word of the truth of the gospel as I gather with the Saints to worship and to hear the word of the Lord which is the word of the truth of the gospel because only in that is the grace, look, the grace of God found in truth, in Christ Jesus who is our truth. Hallelujah. That's powerful, isn't it? Isn't that just wonderful to know this? Now, here's where the rubber meets the highway. And I've had people like this throughout all these years. We've ministered this great truth of simplicity laid out. To see, well, I see it. But my granddaddy said, well, I see it. But that's not what my pre I see it. I see it. The Lord is showing it to you. And, and, and you it, when our minds revert to grandma or or the preacher across town or, or the guy that I've given thousands of dollars to that that, that I mean have i wasted my money have, yes if you're not giving to a ministry that's focus and faith is is absolutely known and boasted of in being in the cross of Christ and that's what they're known for then my friend you're throwing money and time and really the things that God has for you aside we've got to come back to this focus of the cross and until we do we're, going to, we're only going to have blurred vision with blurred vision you, you can't really be sure of anything You can't really function the way you could be in anything. Do you remember there's a group of people that the writer of Hebrews wrote to in Hebrews chapter 5, and they were told they should have been teachers by now, but they were babes. They were carnal. They had chosen to avoid that which they needed to be receiving that would allow them to be functioning in the, the gifts that the particular gift mentioned was teachers but it's everything whatever God's called us to function in we won't ever make it to that place until we learn and the answer there is given for the discernment that's needed to deliver us from that that stifling paralyzing place of just being paralyzed and not growing and not moving and he tells them what it is there in Hebrews 5 verses 12 through 14 he says it's because you're unskillful inexperienced in the word of righteousness which is the word of the cross remember all my words God says are in righteousness and my righteousness is revealed in the gospel let me tell you something my friends When we move on and away from the gospel focus, we move on and away from the experience. And things are not as they appear. They are not as they seem. They are not as they seem. There is is tremendous deceit and deception in the body of Christ today. The greatest there's ever been. The greatest that it's ever been. I want you to hear that. Most Christians won't accept this because they just want to keep going, just whatever that preacher says. Even though things aren't working, they're really not looking for sound doctrine because if they find sound doctrine, that means they'd have to repent before God and admit to God that they've been wrong all these years. Well, I went through that. And no, it's not a fun thing, but I'm telling you, the outcome of that experience it's, there's not words that can describe it, really. When you're willing to escape the fear of men and the names of things and just follow Christ through faith in His sacrifice and refuse to listen to all the words that are just words and there are no scripture, and even when there's scripture, the focus is not the Lamb, it's not Christ, it's not the truth of the gospel then we, then listen, if that's not the way we're going, then we have to start calling things grace that are not grace, meaning we're calling things moves of God that are not moves of God. And if they're not moves of God, they're not moving me in the right direction. Come on, somebody. (laughs) This is better than your, amen, and glory be to God. I'm telling you, we got to get back to Calvary's focus. If you don't think that needs to be the focus, then God must not really be delivering us unto death always as the Word of God tells us He is. But I can assure you, He delivers us to the place where He can deliver us from everything that's hindering His will being carried out in our lives he delivers us to the place always that will deliver us from the fear of men and provide us a heart that's functioning in the fear of the Lord and not men so watch this this this, this word of the truth of the gospel has come unto you as it is as it is in all the world and brings forth fruit as it does also in you you see it's the word of the truth of the gospel that brings forth fruit in you since the day you heard it the word of the truth of the gospel and knew the grace of God in truth and my friends you got to have the grace of God if God's going to be doing anything in your life him doing something in your life is grace. When he says he wants to give you more grace, that means he wants to do more in and through your life. Mm. Glory be to God. That's good news. When he says he gives more grace, but who does he give it to? The humble. Well, who are the humble? Those who find their faith in the sacrifice of Christ. That is why the Lord, his Holy Spirit always delivers us who are alive unto death because it's the only place we can find the grace of God my goodness my goodness when we move away from well it hadn't always got to be the focus of the cross Where else is God delivering you to give you the focus you need, to establish a heart for Him that you need, to to, to find the place where you learn how to walk in the Spirit? There is no learning outside of accepting the place where we're always delivered, which is the death of Jesus. Hallelujah. And again, the church doesn't want to hear this today because we're just like israel get out of here i'm tired of the sacrifices i'm tired of this give us these other women from these other nations we'll serve their gods and we'll just have our way and 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 our god'll still he'll be our god too and you know you can read in the bible where israel went in one day and offered their children their children to false gods and the same day they went and into the temple of Jehovah And worshipped him Well, they Listen, they wasn't worshipping him They just thought they were And it's the same thing today For the church You Listen, you can't have your faith In nothing but the sacrifice of Christ To be able to worship him In spirit and in truth It's not acceptable He won't accept anything Unless it comes back to him Through that door he opened for you you and reach through to save you and now he's made a way for you to praise and worship him now he's made a way for you to give your time and your finances and your everything to him through that one door hallelujah Glory be to God. This is good. This is good to my soul. This is blessing my soul today. Hallelujah. You can, Listen, just because you're full of the Holy Ghost and you speak with other tongues, don't let that keep you from coming back to Calvary. Man, most of the people out there today like us who've been filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking with other tongues, believing in the gifts and the operation of the Holy Spirit, we believe in that. We Pray for that and expect to see that. But don't let your faith be in that because your faith has to be in that where your God is delivering you unto always so that you can out of that experience the expression Of Christ in all the gifts in the tongues in the interpretation in all that he's called us to experience can only be experienced out of the death of Jesus and not just because we're saved he always delivers us unto death see there's big time repentance needed big time repentance is needed just a few A few short years after Christ had gone back to heaven and to be seated at the right hand of the majesty of his father, listen, just a few years after that, the letters to the seven churches in the book of Revelation were written that quick to try to wake the church up to try to get the church back to the realization of who Christ is and, and what he's trying to do and what's coming so we'll be ready. Come on now. Come on now, I'm I'm praying God gonna send more people to these churches that he's raised up in these last few vaporous moments that we're in before he pulls the curtain, before he comes for us. He's still trying to save the lost, to my friends, and he's still trying to bring a wandering church back to grace and faith. I want you to know, and there is a big... Problem in the church today you don't believe it start preaching the cross see how many people just want to have something to do with you you can preach everything else and draw a crowd but you start preaching the cross you start preaching that God teaching out of the word that God's delivering his people always unto death you're gonna have a little old bitty crowd but thank God it's always been a little remnant let us let the Lord remind us today That when Moses came down that mountain, in the book of Exodus, you can read this, uh, and, and he saw the nation, all the nation of Israel built a golden calf, and Moses comes down the mountain and he says, Who's on the Lord's side? He didn't say, Who's on my side? He said, Who's on the Lord's side? And I want to tell you, now we don't know how many people's there, but it could be anywhere from two million to whoever knows how many million. 400 years in Egypt, I'm sure there was a lot of people. But when Moses said, the Lord speaking through him, who's on the Lord's side, only a part of Levi came out. Only a part of Levi came out. All the other people stayed there. And you know what they were thinking? We're all the Lord's people. We're all on the Lord's side. We don't have to, we don't have to, oh, yes, you do. This message of the cross, these ministers that God raising up, they're the knock on the door of the church that you read about in Revelation 3 and 20. They are the voice of the Lord speaking who is on the Lord's side, who's on men's side. Who's on everything else that's got their faith in everything else? Who's on the Lord's side? Just a portion of one tribe came out. The tribe of Levi. You know the name Levi means joined to? And a part of Levi came out and joined themselves back to the Lord. They knew exactly what it meant. They were coming back to a focus and faith in nothing but that blood that brought them out of Egypt. That blood that was put on the doorpost that pointed all the way to Calvary. All the way to Calvary. Remember, the blood of bulls and goats never pleased God. That's what Hebrews chapter 10 says. So that blood that was put on the doorpost What pleased God about that and what stopped God from killing the firstborn in every family that had blood on the doorpost was he saw what that blood pointed to, what it represented. See, that's all God's ever been pointing to. That's all God's ever been speaking about in the old covenant and speaking by the very one who shed that blood in the new covenant. Because the new covenant is in the blood of Jesus. And the blood of Jesus speaks better things than that of Abel. So I hope you've been blessed today. I hope you've been encouraged and edified and strengthened. I hope you've allowed the spirit of truth to guide you into the truth that we've heard today so that you can be established in righteousness with the grace of God. It's only found in the word of the truth of the gospel. We're so blessed. We're more blessed than we'll ever know, maybe even in all eternity, after we're even gone from the earth and we're with the Lord forever. We probably won't ever know the fullness of the blessing or the cost in its fullness that it took to give us even the opportunity to, To be delivered unto the death of Jesus always. To be able to express our Jesus for our Jesus' sake. I don't know that we'll ever know the fullness of what God did for us. But I want to learn more. I want to know more. I want to know Him and I want to be found in the fellowship of His sufferings. Oh, that I might experience The power of his resurrection. And in that, we'll be found being conformed to the image of our Savior's death. Because that's where the fellowship of our suffering is found. And out of that is where God worked his power to raise Jesus from the dead. Glory be to God. I hope you join us every Monday and Friday right here at noon. On Cross Time with Pastor Curtis. I hope you'd pray about helping us do what we're called to do here. You can do that by praying for us, or you can simply give an offering to the Lord through this ministry at thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can simply text the word Give to the number 903 231 5950. You can sow into the youth camp, determined, determined youth camp coming this summer. In June this year in Palestine, Texas. The dates are already out there. Look on our Facebook page, you'll find it. Or you can help us put the expositor study Bibles into the hands of inmates. 10 every week. You can do that by going to the text to give and texting the word give to the number 903 231 5950. I do pray the Lord's touch be upon everything in your life that you're dealing with, everything, whether it be physical, in your body, your soul, or, the, or your spirit. I pray that you'd find the touch of the Lord on you, and you will if you keep your faith anchored in Jesus Christ and Him crucified. For there, from there, comes everything God will ever offer you. And I'm glad to know that today. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Pastor Wayne Voss will be here this next Sunday. Make sure you're here or if you're not, you're tuning in. We're going to have a great blessing. I'm looking forward to it. Until Wednesday night service, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. We'll see you then.